Sacre Bleu, mon ami. Welcome, one and all, to episode 79 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for just shitheads. Just absolute shitheads. We've got three shitheads sitting here today. The shittiest. The shittiest of shits. You uh, think you've seen a shitty head? You haven't seen nothing, baby. Well, you should see my toilet-ridden head. My name is uh, Benjamin Shit Cholock. Uh, I am the uh, head legionnaire and professor of philosophy at Princeton University. Uh, sitting across from me is my pupil. Sir, say your name. Uh, my name is uh, <laughs> Pat <laughs> Dean, the janitor of Austin Comedy, and I'm here to learn a little bit about philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> and to clean up messes. Yeah, and I'm not good <laughs> at that, so I don't know how I got this job. Yeah, it just keeps getting worse and worse, so that's why we had to hire some help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have here a very uh, a very funny man, our very funny guest, Mr. Clayton Blackstone. Hello. Hello. What up? I took a uh, philosophy class at ACC, so I think I'm more certified than you. Oh, you're oh, my boss. Yeah. This is my boss, Clayton? Right. You're supervised. <laughs> you're direct <laughs> my superior. Direct, my direct manager. The guy that you report to directly. Yeah. <laughs> there's no intermediates or anything. You go straight to Clayton when there's a problem. Yeah. It usually involves climbing a mountain. He's just sitting there, like meditating. What do you do up there all day? I just sit up there and just I just you you have the GPS on you, and I just watch what you're doing. <laughs> you watch me climb. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like you clearly have the technology to just text each other, but no, climb climb that goddamn mountain. And all our yeah. listeners, hey, that's our new slogan. Hey, climb that goddamn mountain. Climb that goddamn that mountain of truth. The mountain of truth will be vanquished by me and only me. No, but we don't want it to be vanquished. What? We don't want the mountain of truth to be vanquished. No, nah, dude. I want to learn no. so much that I destroy truth. That does... <laughs> you know? What is tr what is the truth anyway? Some people say it's subjective. Some people do say it's subjective. What, what do you do think? No. You, no? No. <laughs> Some people say there's no such thing as a black and white, just shades of gray. I disagree. Yeah, there are such things as black and white. Shaq is black. <laughs> my dad's white jack is white too yeah jack white i don't know anyone who's gray jack black is black yep. no he's white jack black is white he's a he's a he's a white black <laughs> what a conundrum is this a mind puzzle yeah this is uh this is what we're talking about today is uh who is black oh, no. <laughs> that's our fun <laughs> yeah oh yeah what, what what if we did a, a spinoff where we rank people's blackness you and me that's only, we decide only white people. Yeah. And, and we only have white people on the show and we we rank how black people are. Who's the blackest of the three of us? <laughs> of the three of us? Yeah. Huh. Ooh, I have an answer, but I, I'll say it off the air. Anyway, <laughs> what the hell are we what? learning about you, bitch? Wait, why can't you say who's the blackest of the three of us? It doesn't matter. So uh, you look like you're like a quarter black. Yeah, that's I assumed I was going to be the blackest one here. Yeah. Am I not? I agree. Yeah. I, mean, eh, I don't know. 
All I right, feel like gonna it's, a, narrow it's a toss this down. Up. We're going to narrow this down by the end of the episode. <laughs> I think I'm blacker than you. How are you blacker than me? Play the bass. <laughs> Got diabetes. <laughs> I think I win. Okay, fine. <laughs> you know what? I'm proud of you. You just won your first argument against yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I said that at a, I said that at a roast. I made a bunch of uh, questionable jokes. At a roast. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then I said, if you're offended by it, just keep in mind that I'm a diabetic bass player. I'm as black as Courtney is. The guy we're roasting. <laughs> it's a great time. It's a great time filled with wondrous racism. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> wondrous racism. Well, speaking of which. Yes. We're going to talk about uh, some pretty racist people. Really? Yeah. Who? They're, uh, they're called the French. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, today we're talking about uh, a specific brand of French philosophy that was uh, started by this one prick. New Wave uh, Cinema. Kind of. It was around that same time. Hell yeah. Yeah, when that shit started. I win again. Yeah. You're doing good. You're fucking... You're batting a thousand right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, Clayton, why don't you introduce the topic? Tell us what we're talking about today. We're talking about... Do you say guy or gee to board? I think it's gee. Gee? <laughs> I, I feel like Americans say guy. But, I feel like a lot of them would, yeah. but it's pronounced gee. Well, that's funny because it's spelled guy. It's definitely spelled guy. <laughs> hey, 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 guy, why don't you fucking pipe down? This guy, I bet you would I, I bet you would fight him if you saw him. If I ever met this guy, I'd go, hey, guy. And then you'd look up at me and I'd go, yeah, you fucking answer that. He'd be the type of person to be like, actually, it's gee. He, would, <laughs> he probably would, yeah. yeah. Am I going to hate this, do you think? I don't know if you'll hate it or not. We'll see. Okay. Uh, how, how do you feel about... Um, <laughs> vandalism. <laughs> I think vandalism is kind of is pretty tight when it happens to other people. Okay. When well, it happens to me, I, I feel you know mad. But who's vandalized you? Hey man, I I, I lead a pretty dangerous life. <laughs> every morning I wake up and I walk outside, my car has been vandalized, and every day I go and get it repainted, and every fucking day, and it's different people every who's, single time. I've literally it? never seen the same design. Every it'll just say stuff like fat fuck or like you suck <laughs> or like. Uh, They'll just draw like, a lot, like two penises like intertwined or just stuff like that. And like, it's like in a heart shape? Yeah, and it's like I don't even know what they're trying to say with that one. So it's, it's just kind of confusing. And I, I don't know what I did, but I did I did a lot of it. I don't know what I did to deserve this personal hell that I find myself in every morning. Yeah, it, is, it sounds like a personal hell. I would be, I would be broken yeah. after maybe like a week of this. Every morning. <laughs> How long has this been happening? About three years. I'll wake up and sometimes there, there's, a, there's, a, there's like a, a deeply held personal secret on there. And I'm like, how the hell did they even know that? It's weird. I don't know who this is. Well, not not a secret anymore. Anyway. Different handwriting every time. You're doing it yourself, aren't you? I drink a lot, so it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's sort of hard to tell. What if, yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Maybe I should get drunk and vandalize things. <laughs> like get back own. to my roots. Just your own things? Yeah, well, yeah, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Practice at home, and then you take it to the street. <laughs> yeah. Taking it to the streets. I'm going to vandalize the cat, and by that I mean uh, uh, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> because that cat... Just get it wet. Its best days are behind it. I feel like it's a mercy kill at this point. What I love is that we've turned the listeners against Tim the Cat, a cat that they've never met and never will meet. Sometimes... Uh, no, some he's got some allies. Really? He's got one or two, yeah. I'm an ally of Tim. You're an ally of Tim? Interesting. Yeah, Tim rules. All right. Well, we we do like to accept uh, you know different worldviews. Yeah, there, we we, we but, take uh, you know different points of view. Yeah. as angry as they make us, and I'm shaking. That's how angry I am. <laughs> the whole podcast, you look over me, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, quaking with rage. Just yeah, just Pat, you okay? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Keep talking. <laughs> just a little too loud. 
No, yeah. no, it's okay. No, I don't mind. Well, Clayton, <laughs> fucking justify your love of Tim <laughs> right fucking now. It, Tim's a cat. I love cats. God damn it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's he's the barely problem. a cat. That's yeah. He's more like a uh, like like a like a sheltered like teen. You know, like just constantly needs attention and validation. And uh, he's a snowflake. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> he's like, well, I identify as a cat. And he's like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Also, you're fuck. You're a cat. Yeah. So anyway, uh, speaking of taking it to the streets, uh, these this movement that this guy founded. <laughs> I take it to the sheets, if you know what I'm saying. Well, this guy did both. <laughs> yeah. He Bodily fluid. <laughs> he took it to the sheets and he took it to the streets. Uh, and I think did pretty well at both, actually. The streets and the sheets? Yeah. Man. Um, you know what? These guys are either like scared virgins or they're just like the most sexually decadent people who have ever lived, it seems like. Well, That's the recurring when they're the When show. they're French, they're sexually decadent. Yeah. When they're German, they're usually uptight virgins. I cannot believe that, that <laughs> Germany still has a population. Like every German guy we've talked about is just like, no sex. Ooh, get that pussy away from me please and it's like <laughs> all right like I, how do they have a population you gotta fuck to make a human i've said that for decades i don't know maybe they clone themselves I, I, this is not what we're talking virgins about virgins right can't make kids <laughs> okay think about that yeah they're not all virgins though just their philosophers are yeah well yeah well i i kind of assume that their thought leaders are <laughs> 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 I mean, as a philosopher myself, I feel like I can. I'm qualified. You to can't talk about say this. that you're a philosopher in one episode and say you're not a philosopher in another. I I feel like at this point, no, you always default to this bullshit argument about how like oh, I'm just a bartender. Through osmosis, Sorry. I think I've become a philosopher. And my first decree, my okay, my first. What is your first decree as a philosopher? First of all, philosophers don't make decrees. Uh, hot dogs are not sandwiches. That's the first decree. Oh, I agree with you there. I Decree agree. number two. Wait, uh, are we on? Are we unanimous on this? Are I we? I think so. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's the first time we. Fuck, that's yeah. that felt that felt great. Kind of felt nice. To, yeah. To, this is the first time we've ever had an agreement on the show. Normally <laughs> yeah. it's just us screaming at each other about right. why the other person sucks or something because someone was late a year ago. <laughs> it's just, just the worst arguments ever. It's like nothing, nothing that can be solved. Well, it's just like that we're rehashing all this old shit while we brought a guest. We always do this when we have a guest. Oh, we're, fuck him. It's fine. We're basically just a fucking like unhappily married couple fighting yeah. in front of our kid. Well. <laughs> hey, pipe in whenever. Shut up. Anyway, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's this guy's deal? All right, this so this sex-loving freak. The sex-loving freak. <laughs> um... <laughs> His name is Guy Debord. Uh, he was born in uh, 1931 in Paris, France. Speaking of Debord, <laughs> this guy here. Actually, we have a fucking listener whose last name is Debord. Oh, welcome. Yeah, but spelled differently. Oh. oh. But anyway, uh, I don't know. It's good to know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm shout glad out. We all know that. Shout out to a somewhat similar name. Anyway, shout out to one person. You don't know their first name. Uh, his name is Matt. Well, there you go. Shout out to Matt. Matt DeBoard. Matt DeBoard. There you go. The we're guy that we're giving out his first and last name, I guess. What's his Ben address? always does this. Ben has this well, funny thing he does where he just, like, he'll, like, I'll be telling a story. I'm like, now I can't say the name of this person. And he's just like, oh, is it Paul Smith? Like, I didn't ben, say. you fucking asshole. When, ben, when did I do that? You do it all the time. You no, I don't. Two episodes ago. Yes, you do. No, I only said will. No, you have no sense of, of people's privacy. It's always been your problem is that you. Well, there's no such thing as privacy anymore. All right. This is a digital world. That's a good point. Yeah. And Guy Debord would be pissed about oh, that. Oh, he'd be so fucking mad. All right. So, yeah, let's get into <laughs> this fucking guy. 
1931 in Paris. Uh, died in 1994. Whoa. Yeah. Kind of recent. Suicide. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I blew his head off. Damn. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and did some, he leave a note? I don't think he did, but a lot of people think he did it because he thinks that the, his like philosophy sold out over time. Like that he, oh, he felt like a sellout, <laughs> and they think that's why he killed himself. But, that is intense philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also kind of like really okay. We'll get into this later, but his philosophy is sort of self defeating in a way. Yeah. Well, I'll say like, he self defeated himself. Yeah, he literally self defeated himself. Yeah. Well, he did. He self defeated. I did a little bit of of research, and he did leave a note, and all it said was <laughs> "oh ha ha." <laughs> Isn't that strange? <laughs> what a weird thing to put on a note. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like the French just had a word for quote puffing on a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> what if you looked at the note and it just said "asterisk smokes a cigarette"? Yeah, asterisk. yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the first person to give like those Twitter stage directions. Yeah, man. Um, so what's this fucking guy's deal? All right, so he came up with okay, so he was the leader of this thing called the Situationist International. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never know what's gonna trigger him. I never know what it's gonna fucking set him up. I didn't was think he al- it would be that. Was he yeah. also into Jim uh, Tan Laundry too? <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! Okay, I didn't know where you were going with what that. An but asshole that's pretty this guy funny. is already. Yeah. So <laughs> so Gee the Situation to board. <laughs> just washboard abs, washboard abs, um, <laughs> tight abs. Yeah. Oh, I'm a philosopher and I fall in the grenades. Oh, <laughs> uh, so he came up with this fucking uh, school. I guess it's a school of philosophy uh, or it was really more of like a, it started as an art movement. Right. Yeah. It's when you call uh, tomato be- sauce gravy. No, that's Italian. Yeah. Yeah. This is French. This is when you call tomato sauce wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's actually just wine. Gross. They just pour <laughs> Chardonnay directly on their... Uh, and yeah, they skip the spaghetti and they just pour it right into their mouth. French toast is... <laughs> do you think that's from France? Because people do this thing where like there's French fries, which have nothing to do with that. Where do you think these names come from? I think it's dumb Americans thinking... You know what? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I want to talk about French toast. I don't know toast. where French toast comes from, dude. <laughs> well, I'll look it up. You guys <laughs> talk right. among yourselves and I'll... Well, Clayton, where to solve the mystery of French toast? It started off as like an art movement with like Dadaism and surrealism. And yeah. Those people all kind of tied in. And then it got political later on. And he actually became super anti-art and like kicked out all the yeah, artists. That was a really funny part that I read that I read. So starting with like the zany artists, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they broke off from the Letterist International, mm-hmm. which it was that for a long time. And they're basically just French beatniks. They're all and they're all kind of like holding Caulfield, basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Yeah, they're all just like moody as hell. It's yeah. basically just French people. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is between them and the general population of they that just, fucking country. Yeah, they just inspire people to murder. It's a whole thing. And when they broke off from the Letterist International, mm-hmm. did you read about? It was because uh, they showed up at a Charlie Chaplin press conference, <laughs> and because they believed that, and they started saying things like. Uh, He's not relevant anymore, and they were saying "Go home, Chaplin," and like yelling at him and stuff. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Heckling Chaplin. Yeah, it was like a big prank. It was one of these pranks they do. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is a thing that they do. They're into pranks. <laughs> the situations into were really, pranks. Situations were really. They were really kind of like the pranks. Nathan Fielder of their time a little bit. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. I like that guy. Okay, I'm back in on this guy. <laughs> yeah, you're in. That, you're in. A, what did you find about fucking French toast? So what I found out about French toast is that the er, apparently according to Wikipedia, the earliest known reference is in a collection of Latin recipes dating to the 4th or 5th century, where it's uh, described as simply Oliter Dulcia, another sweet dish. 
<laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> my ears are burning. They're talking about me again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sweet dish, sweet dish, Jolock. Yeah. Um, okay. So when did, when did he found the the Situationist International? What's that? When when was the Situationist International founded? That was I think nineteen. That was nineteen fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. That was when they broke off from the letters. From the letters, okay. Yeah. Um, so, well, like, what were their goals? Would you say? So, basically, the whole idea of the book he wrote, the Society of the Spectacle. Mm-hmm. The spectacle is the mass media, basically. Yeah. And they were just against, um, like, popular images and culture and any kind of mass media. And they, he claims that it started in the twenties with mm-hmm. just like even tobacco ads and stuff like that. Yeah, like mass reproduction of images and stuff, and yeah. uh, inundate, inundates like your entire life. What it, what is it like, that he says? He says we're all just, uh, oh yeah, all that all that was once directly lived has become a representation. Yeah, can can you explain? It's a little vague to me, but what I think I mean? get it. <laughs> so we used to live our lives directly with like the earth. Yeah, right with like I still do. No, you don't. <laughs> I get most you of my really en- do not. I get most of my energy from the earth. No, you don't. As a protector of Manor Road. No, right? you are the most unnatural person <laughs> I think I've ever encountered. What do you mean? You what are mean? you're a spectacular person. I think so too. <laughs> it's not a it's not a compliment. Oh. In this sense when he talks about the spectacle, he says that the spectacle is basically this thing. Helps that- him see. I know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> he did have spectacles. Yeah, that's true. He did wear spectacles. Um, Hypocrite. Yeah, but he kept getting beaten what up for it. That's why I hated it. <laughs> what a piece of garbage. Well, okay. Yeah, so what does that mean, Bin? The spectacle? Yeah. So the spectacle is the collection of images that's produced by late capitalism to keep us subdued. And it's almost like a Matrix situation. It's where everything is just kind of like a distraction, but it's not real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're you're a spectacular person because... <laughs> and it's not just because it's not just like images but it's just like the way you live your life through these like manufactured products so like the reason what? the reason you have diabetes is because you eat so much refined sugar well, hang on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> like which is which is just like not doesn't occur in nature uh i mean i do it too at least it's refined <laughs> yeah, it's sophisticated. What if they called it? What if they called it sophisticated sugar <laughs> instead of refined sugar? Sugar for adults. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love some adult sugar. Oh, is that code for cocaine? Nope, literally sugar. No, smooth sugar. The smoothest sugar <laughs> you've ever had in your fucking life. Um, but yeah, but it's like video games. It's uh, the fact that all of your relationships are really just kind of connected through money or through social status or through. Um, you know, like what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of like <laughs> microphones you buy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ingrained in how we think that we're yeah. like helpless to it. We're like slaves. Well, how to is it. that me? It doesn't sound like me at all. How how is it not you? I don't know. What's the last authentic thing you've ever done? <laughs> me? Uh, how about my fucking art, man? How about my fucking art? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What do you say that shit? <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm authentic I mean, as, as, as fuck, brother. I guess. I mean, like, do you really relate to any... Uh, God, it's really, it is really hard to describe. 
like when's the last time that you lived directly to like the experiences that life has brought on to you and that's not that's not like uh you know one of that's not like responding to a commercial or uh you know uh getting moved by something you see on tv um i don't watch commercials i have netflix okay but that's just as bad if not worse why well just because you're living this you're, you're living vicariously through these characters I just like to have a laugh every once in a while. So I watch Seinfeld. It's funny. Okay, but like... Are you trying to tell me it's not funny, Ben? No, it is very funny. That's It's actually so funny that it keeps you from living your actual life. No, I do stuff all the time. What are you talking about? Like what? I'm a stand-up comedian. I do shit. <laughs> I don't like that Ben is acting like I just sit in the goddamn house all day, jacking <laughs> off, watching Seinfeld. I do stuff all day long. Well, when was the last time you went outside? Today! <laughs> I went outside today, Ben. What did you do? I'm not a fucking hermit. What I go you, out, I what do did, stuff. What did you do outside? I walked to my car. Okay, and then you got in your car. And I went to the Kulache place. Okay, and what did you do there? I did work. And what's work? Booking things. Okay, so booking. Administration. Booking more entertainment. You wouldn't know about it because you don't know what hard work is, Ben. You've never you've never understood what hard work is. And that's one like, of your biggest failings. I'm not trying to judge you. I have the most spectacular job of all time. Yeah. I'm f- fucking online digital marketer. Well, stop projecting on me. I live I'm an not, exciting life. I'm not projecting on you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do stuff. Jet Set Dean. <laughs> I do stuff. Well, the point is that none of us do anything, really. Yeah. None of us do anything productive at all. Like, well, what did you do today on your day off? Yeah, what did you do? Bought weed. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That's illegal. You don't want to admit that on a recorded podcast. I mean, come on. I, who, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with this, this. I like this running bit that you have where we're not allowed to mention weed on the podcast. <laughs> like it's so obvious. It's all we do. <laughs> well, you know, you you got to keep some things mysterious for the for the audience. I guess, but not weed. So they go, "Wow, do these guys smoke weed?" Oh, did Clayton buy weed today? That's what the people were thinking. Okay, so we have to like just cast everything in doubt. You got to. Well, it's not a. It's Basically, about, we have to destroy our listeners' trust. No, it's about. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's about creating a, a mystery. Okay, I guess, man. You know? <laughs> okay, look, let's get back to the spectacle. The spectacle is basically this thing that has. Uh, it's a collection of images and practices and habits. That keep us separated from real life and keep us in this weird bubble. Nice. This bubble of immediate sensations and immediate impressions. And that's all it is. You're just watching TV or you're buying weed to get high or you're eating kolaches <laughs> to forget. I didn't you know? know. I had a coffee. I didn't have any kolaches. Still, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, you're not really engaging in anything, like, concrete, you know? In what sense? I guess it just means, like, you're... You're not really like producing anything with your hands. You're not really like out oh, in nature no. interacting oh, no, with no, shit. No, no, no. I don't. I, I try to use my hands as sparingly as possible. <laughs> uh, they, they've gotten me in a lot of trouble over the years. You know what I'm saying? What's your What's your greatest passion? What is like your favorite thing? Telling jokes. Telling jokes. Okay, that's actually not bad. So that is pretty good that's what i'm saying i don't like that ben's projecting his boring ass life on all of us when we're out there in the shit you know what i mean telling jokes in the trenches we're in the trenches trenches. dude we're in the fucking trenches 
What do you fucking know about the Volstead open mic? Huh? I know that I never want to do it again. I'll shed blood. <laughs> I fucking leave my soul on the stage. A piece of me stays on that stage, Ben, at the Volstead open mic every Thursday, 8 o'clock. Sign up at 7.30. When's the last time you did that open mic? A few weeks ago. I'm doing it tomorrow. Bitch. Really? You were able to do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know why? Why? Because I have passion, Ben! <laughs> I have a passion for jokes. Okay. So you have a passion for jokes. Yeah. But what are what is what is a joke? What what kind of jokes are you telling? Uh, just I don't know, good ones that everyone loves. <laughs> <laughs> they get stand, all of them get standing ovations. I don't believe that's true. Well, but you are very funny. You just wow, thank you, Ben. Okay, but the thing is, is you're not changing anything with your jokes. You're no. just kind of yeah, you're just sort of supporting this kind of dreamlike state that everyone's in that they can like escape by listening to your jokes or Clayton's jokes yeah. or or my half thoughts. Uh, <laughs> it, re- it really is funny how much of stand up is just like <laughs> trying to keep drunks entertained. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is. So entertainment. Hey, dance for me, asshole. You're like, oh, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I have to earn my two fucking drinks that I get for free. But like, why? Why is entertainment so important? Because right life. Now? Here's why entertainment is important. And here's why art is important, mm-hmm. because life is just a never ending series of being uh, punched in the balls as hard <laughs> as they can. Okay, and life what? hits you in the balls hard. And so after you get nut tapped that many times, <laughs> you need something to get your mind off the horrendous uh, uh, physical and emotional damage. But what kind of life is nut tapping you so much? Like, what are the nut taps? Oh, the what, nut taps? Some examples. Oh, geez. Uh, uh, the, the, break, the breakdown of, uh, of, of your uh, physical and mental health. Uh-huh. The destruction of all your relationships, um, the, the the never-ending uh, feeling of doom that uh, greets you when you wake up and is the last thing that you remember when you fall asleep. Uh, Tim, the cat, is a little annoying sometimes. Uh, what else? Skinned my knee once. That sucked. Okay. <laughs> but, like, you know, when you say you wake up, uh, you wake up terrified. With a feeling of doom. Feeling of doom. Not so much dread, but doom. So what's with the doom? Hey, what's with the doom? Um, I don't like know. What, what is, that's what something is that doom? me and my therapist are trying to work on right now. <laughs> but uh, w- w- what is the doom? Yeah, like what are you afraid of? Um, what is it that makes you feel that way? I don't know. A lot of times I just wake up and I'm just like, well, you're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> like I've thought that sentence to myself many times. But doomed. how are you doomed? What do you mean by that? I don't know, Ben. That's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> is this therapy? No. No, probably no, not. This, this, think... this makes things... Actively uh, yeah. worse <laughs> because you're you're because uh, yeah it just sucks now this, this this podcast has ruined my life this podcast has give me diabetes I didn't have diabetes when we started it that's not we had diabetes <laughs> when we started the fucking podcast yeah, I know <laughs> okay but yeah but I mean like fucking life is is scary and chilling and a lot of it like a lot of the worries that that most of us have maybe you don't but like you know. Having enough money in our bank account to fucking buy gas. Uh, oh, I don't worry you know? about that. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded. Okay, it's weird flex, but <laughs> I always have gas. Um, but like, yeah, when your when's your next paycheck coming from? Like, how you know how secure am I at this job? Uh, Thursday is when I get it. 
<laughs> Sounds like Pat has all the answers. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe this is fucking landing on deaf ears. I get it on Thursday. I guess you're so fucking perfect. What can I say? So Such a fucking sage. Well, fuck you. Well, fuck you. <laughs> F you, F-ball. Um, but the rest of us live in this fucking this bubble made of like images and abstract representations that are supposed to make us happy. Yes. You know, fucking looking at these goddamn Instagram accounts and, and like, you know, losing our minds at memes. Like what the fuck? That's so fucking pathetic. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, memes are pretty fucking awesome sometimes, but see, I'm already backtracking. Well, Gita board would be so pissed now to see like how much we're using phones and everything. Yeah, like now we're so much more addicted and so much more influenced by yeah pop culture. Like, everything is lived through a screen, way more than even when he was writing too, right? Why like, are yeah. you on your telephone? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a tiny TV. And but I don't know how much this is true. Like Pat, would you say your art is subversive? Oh man, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. According to Gita Board, you would be fine. But they nice. think they think that uh. They're the conservative mentality that's like prevalent in society, like keeps subversive ideas from coming to the forefront. Whoa. And they're like pop culture and like mass media actively tries to like quell any kind of ideas that are like subversive or new. So that's why they're like constantly trying to like do Banksy type street art oh, yeah, to like yeah. get ideas out there. And they do this thing called detournement. De yeah. Is that, how would you say that? De tourn, I, I, de, I, de I think you did a great job. I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, it de sounded tour, pretty de good. Or something like, like that. It, yeah. Yeah. But wait, so what is that? That was basically the whole idea of that, like is taking something that's popular in mass media, like taking an ad, for instance, one of the things they did was there was like a Marlboro ad mm -hmm. and they changed the words on the Marlboro ad to say, uh, it's a bore. And then they like took the eyes out of the guy who was like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Just so it, just so normally you would see that ad and it would you would be like, oh, I want a cigarette. And then you would see that ad and think like, oh, it's a bore. Like it would change the way you see the ad in society. Like it's actively yeah. like anti advertising. It's like a form of anti propaganda. So right. Of. And that's that's the thing with the spectacle. Advertising is the propaganda. Yeah. Right. And it's like people don't think of it as propaganda because when you think of propaganda, it's usually like some huge single monotonous like organization like the government yeah. or a totalitarian regime all kind of throwing the sh these images at you but fucking advertising is actually probably way more insidious and more effective because it gives you the illusion of choice you can smoke camels or you can smoke marlboro right exactly yeah and and they give you the idea that this is going to make you happy with what what they show the results of consuming this product will be when you know like how you buy like you see an ad for lipstick and everybody's like smiling wearing the lipstick or whatever. So yeah. it affects that you think it's going to make you happy, which comes into like the uh, fetish, fetish, fetishization. Of, yeah, that's, uh, it's commodities. a tough one. Fetishization. Fetish fetishization. <laughs> yeah. Pat, say that word. Fetishes, fetishes. I've never been able to. <laughs> and sometimes I look at the word and I'm like, I'm so glad I don't say that out loud. <laughs> that's I'm actually, dead serious. I have trouble with that Fetishization. One too. Oh, that's the trick. You got to do the fetishization. Like, well, a, how are you supposed to say it? Fetishization. Well, I, I guess you say fetishization. Fetishization. What do you th What do you <laughs> think we should do about these fetishes people have? Well, okay, that's an interesting question because what do you consider a fetish? Um. Pr uh, everything that isn't missionary. 
<laughs> is a fetish. As far okay. as I'm concerned, back when America really meant something, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Then this world, this world is dripping with fetishes. Non-marital <laughs> sex, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. We're fetishizing way more than just alternative positions. <laughs> Hold on. Before we go too far, I have a yeah. cool story about detournement. Okay. So that that so all of this stuff kind of influenced like the punk movement and a lot of stuff like that mm-hmm. like later on and there that detournement in like the late 90s became this other term called culture jamming, which yeah. is basically the same idea, but this band called Negative Land coined that term culture jamming. And this is kind of awesome. I love this band. One of the things they did is uh, they released an album that said Negative Land in really small print. And in really huge print, it said U2. <laughs> <laughs> and then it had a picture of a U2 like plane, like the bomber spy planes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so people, the idea was people would buy the album thinking it was a U2 album. That's so funny. But yeah, the, so- awesome. the song on there, the single on there was the song... Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for by U2, uh-huh. but they play it with like kazoos and synths and it sounds ridiculous. And then over <laughs> over it is Casey Kasem having a breakdown on air, yell <laughs> complaining about U2, saying stuff like, who the fuck are these guys? Oh, who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> Out, Casey Kasem outtakes are some of the funniest things you ever heard because he does it in this tone of voice and then out of nowhere gets really fucking angry about this and then wait how, ma- how many t- normal. how often does he flip out Casey Kasem oh there's so many tapes of it I mean he had like a 50 year career you're gonna be annoyed at some point he, you know ye- I- he yells at one point these guys are from England and who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Casey Kasem rules. His, I had uh, no idea. His freakouts are legendary, dude. Okay, well, that's fucking Hi, crazy. I'm Casey Kasem. This <laughs> song is dedicated to your fucking asshole, you bitch. <laughs> Why does he that's have that's my such new a character. fucking temper? <laughs> my new character is, is Furious Casey Kasem. Hi, I'm Casey Hi. Kasem. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys that you've never done anything for me, and I'm going to fucking never forget this. I will haunt your dreams, bitch. <laughs> Hi, I'm Casey Kasem. That was you twos. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. I fucking hate you. I'm going to rip your throat out and fuck it. Bitch. I, I wish he was still around. I'm Casey Kasem. Well, when did he die? I don't know. He might be alive. No, he, he, he's, he's dead. He died a few years ago. Lebanese. Yeah, that's right. That's he how he died? <laughs> yeah, he's fucking <laughs> Lebanese. <laughs> well, it is a hazard. <laughs> <laughs> what he was... suffered from Lebanese. He d- well, what can you do, man? Uh, so he fucking... Uh... That's kind of funny. So they, what was the response to that? Oh, they, they got sued. Uh, by by U two's record label. Oh, that rules. What on what grounds though? I mean, like I feel like uh, I don't know. I'm no lawyer. They were but... very against copyright law, and basically all of their music was like just stealing things from other people and putting it into sound collages. Yeah, to just... like make commentary on advertising and like all this very similar kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Well, Anarchism okay. so, in a nutshell. Yeah. So think of capitalism, late capitalism. I am specifically. And yeah, I know. As you're on your fucking Apple computer, distracting yourself instead of listening, I'm listening to you, bitch. Um, but like, like advertising, uh, you know, uh, Netflix, fucking, you know, telling people what to watch, uh, you know, what what is now considered like woke or not, like all these things are are just like decided by kind of nobody, you know? Yeah, it's just sort of like 
comes about to like protect the existence of this whole bubble of this whole structure. Yeah. Because it wants you to just a limit your choices and b make sure that you're not like thinking of a possibility outside of this realm. Right. Because as soon as you start thinking of how to live outside of the spectacle, you got to think outside the box. Kind of. Yeah. But or think outside the bun, as Taco Bell would say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that's even a fucking example of how the spectacle works, because it's like taking that messaging that, you know, we've heard so often before from like, you know, uh, counterculture and uh, the fucking corporations, man. Well, uh, yeah. Well, kind of. But like the corporations are getting like self-aware, you know, and that's exactly what's happening. And that's another thing they would complain about. It's the opposite of determina is like recuperation. Yeah. Which is like it's like that. that, that that Remember that Pepsi ad that came out? Where like the corporations were trying to show they were woke or whatever. There was like the police on the oh, front yeah. lines. Yeah. That fucking ruled. And there's people even... got so mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's where like oh, they take something that is actually subversive and I guess cool and then they make it mainstream. I don't know. Think yeah. of like maybe Nirvana or something like that. They just become like a commodity well, rather like, than when we talked about how like uh, that, that song Lust for Life. Yeah. The first time I saw it was in a to- Toyota commercial. Yeah. You know? And it's hard to like it after that. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, like, it is still kind of a banger, but... Uh, it is. Especially the intro is very good. Yeah. I love that song. But, like, that kind of shit was, like, considered, like, the the beginning of the breakdown of society. Like, that kind of music, right? Yeah. Like, rock and roll music of that kind was like, oh, no, this is going to be... This is going to lead to the, the degeneration of all morals and all that shit. Yeah. But then as soon as you use it in a Toyota commercial, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everyone calm down. Nothing to see here. Business as usual. Well, and they're taking what you love and they're marketing it back, marketing it back to you, but they're taking out all the all the reasons that you loved it. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like they're using it against you. Hmm. Like right. by av- by taking by advertising it back to you. So like you make something great, you make some great subversive art, mm-hmm. and it becomes popular, and then they just package it up and sell it back to you, and then you're like supporting McDonald's all of a sudden. Yeah, they commodify it. Yeah. And, like, when you're playing a fucking video game, like uh, Mario just now, right? Yeah, I was playing Mario earlier, everyone. Why do you like playing that that game? It's fun. It's fun? But like, So what is it? What are you doing in in the game? Jumping around. uh, You kill mushrooms that are called Goombas for some reason. Mm -hmm. uh, And then you can shoot fireballs and stuff. It's pretty cool. And And you defy uh, uh, Italian stereotypes, too. I mean, yeah, I guess that is a, you play it. a way of defying stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> having like, a, having an Italian hero instead of having to be a fucking fascist, a boot-looking fascist. What game is that? That's what I'm saying, is that it's not uh, like The that. 1930s. <laughs> Most Italian... Mario is way different. Yeah. What people... What people some people, I feel like they, they don't know this, maybe because I feel like maybe we, we know this because we grew up on the on the East Coast where there's more of them. But uh, most, Itali- <laughs> most, most Italians are boot looking fascists. They fucking love it. Yes and no. They just love fascism. <laughs> like they do. Jared Walls had a very, very funny joke about when he when he was a teacher. Uh-huh. He was saying that <laughs> he was like, you know how like. In Super Mario, for like NES, like you you can't go backwards. You're like this weird Italian guy in the strange land, you can't go backwards. That's you know Mussolini's fascism. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, even they were like not as like 
as, as committed to it as as Hitler was. No, like Mussolini came up with it, and then Hitler was like, "This is a pretty fucking chill idea. Yeah, I'm gonna take this and uh, completely go nuts with it." Man, and then even Mussolini was like, "Okay, uh, maybe not so hard." <laughs> can, can, can Hitler do anything right? I feel like he's like a, just such an asshole. He's <laughs> a vegetarian. That's true. Well, yeah, but vegetarianism, I think, is uh, wrong. Well, I don't think it's wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's look. If loving vegetables is wrong, then I guess I'm not wrong. I hate them. Get them away from me. Get them off my plate. Every time I go out to eat and uh, they, you have they, to eat more vegetables, they put the plate down in front of me and there's veggies on it. And they go, they start to walk away. You know, uh, 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 miss doesn't matter what their gender is. I'm like, uh, miss. And they come back and I, and I point at the, uh, the green beans and I go, what the fuck is this? You would be the worst. Why would anyone fucking serve you? Because they don't know I'm like that. They don't know that I'm mentally ill. <laughs> they just think I'm some. Hung- they just think I'm a hungry boy. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so hungry boy aside, uh, ma'am, I'm hungry, and there's vegetables on here. Get rid of them. <laughs> Throw them outside. I don't even want them in the kitchen. Did you start a riot? Do you start riots when you see vegetables on your plate? Well, I try to, and no one joins in. Okay, well, well that's if, you Texas, like, if you go to Texas Roadhouse, you can just throw them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should go to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I'd like to go, actually. I, I've it, been thinking about going lately. Is that a Darden? Go. Isn't that a Darden place? Is it Darden? I thought it was Darden. Part of the Darden family restaurant. Let me look. I don't know, actually. There's like a Logan's Roadhouse that's like a little cheaper, but I don't know Ooh. if they're related. <laughs> Knockoff Roadhouses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Road home. <laughs> okay, so Longhorn Steakhouse is part of Darden. Yeah, okay, I knew it. Huh. Well, hell yeah, we'll have to we'll have Eddie to visit V's? that. Um, but Old anyway, Garden? so the spectacle, right? Where did the spectacle come from? Like Your what the mom. fuck is it? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> fucking mother did it. <laughs> Not completely, but I mean like it's basically the production that happens Basically, capitalism needs to preserve itself, and the best way to do that is to keep the basically what it relies on, which is like the working class and just anyone who produces for a wage. You need to keep them not happy necessarily, but at least distracted enough where they don't realize how fucked up their situation is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's where you get this flip side of what the worker does the worker is not only just a producer in this society but they also have to become a consumer and if you're not a consumer you're not anybody Hmm. so like you can only prove your worth to this society by being able to buy stuff yeah and being able to engage in in these very super super super, superficial activities oh weird ben can't say a word Let's kill him. I was able to say it later. <laughs> so I can always say the words. Eventually. Say existentialism. Existentialism. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't count because I, I burped a little. <laughs> okay, fine. But anyway. Existentialism. Like, like, how do you prove your worth in this society anymore? Like, what, you know, what makes you worthwhile? Me? Yeah. Oh, any, any man. I don't know. I make an open mic list. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, but so why do you make the open mic list? Um, well, who else is gonna do it? Fucking Michael Park. Well, yeah, I don't right. Know how computers work? But somebody has to do it. Why does somebody have to do it? Why does anybody have to do it? Um, 
Because it's part of the job. Part of the am. job? Yeah. Okay. And what's the, what is the job? Uh, Running a comedy club. Okay. Yeah. And so that's how you prove your worth, by being able to r- run this comedy club? Man, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't know if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is going to be depressing for all of us because we're all worthless. Yeah. <laughs> because all we're doing, the only thing that we're doing is just just paying our bosses, enriching our bosses. You know? Not when you steal from the register. I mean, nah, not even that. That's, that's not, that doesn't even come close to getting even with them. It feels good, though. It does feel good, but then that's th- then you get into that trap of like, oh, well, you know, I've, I've you know, done my part to be subversive by stealing a few bucks from the register. And you're still stuck. But you're still, you're still there next week making the fucking open mic list. Yeah. Don't I know it. Yeah. You're not running the shows that you want to run, maybe, because you have to, I don't know, get approval from whoever it is that fucking owns the Valve or uh, make sure that, like, you sell enough tickets to justify the door staying open, keeping the lights on, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you that's gotta all. Keep, you gotta keep the lights on in in life. But the biggest piece of advice I can give people: <laughs> keep those lights on. Keep the lights on. <laughs> keep the lights on. Wear sunscreen. You know, try to have sex. I guess. Is this the, this is your version of that Baz Luhrmann fucking song? Yeah, <laughs> I should release my own version of that song. God <laughs> damn, it would not be good. <laughs> I don't see that being positively received. Do you know that Baz Luhrmann song? What you sing, uh, sing it. Where's the like, screen? He just talks. Yeah, he just talks. It's, it's not singing, but it's just Baz Luhrmann, right? It's like that director. Is it, is um, it a TED talk? Kind of. It's like a from a uh, what's the word? Um, it was like one of those early. It, it was like a graduation I, speech or something. Yeah, a commencement I, speech. I think yeah. it was the the urban legend is that Kurt Vonnegut uh, was giving a uh, a commencement speech, and all he said was wear sunscreen, and that's it. But yeah. I don't think that happened. Uh, that'd be fucking. That'd be really funny. It'd be really did. funny if it did, but I, I, I don't think it happened. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I think it was like based on like the, like a early like internet chain letter. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. you used to get, where 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 it was just a list of like hints. I think it's kind of based on that. Huh. I could be wrong. Well, that's interesting. It has to happen eventually. You know what I'm saying, brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so what Guy Debord and these situationists were getting at. We're basically that this society that we're living in is, is just kind of like this matrixy fake bubble, right? That's just like, yeah, has a life of its own and it's governed by images and representations that are just separate from reality. Uh, and so what did he do? He wrote this fucking manifesto called Society the Spectacle. There's one quote that I want to read that I think is really fucking some of the some of the writing is really cool. But it doesn't it doesn't make like immediate sense. Yeah, it, you know? I, they're thinkers. Yeah. So one of them is uh okay, so the spectacle is the technological version of the exiling of human powers into a world beyond, the culmination of humanity's internal separation. So basically we project all of our deepest fears and desires and wants and all, all everything that gives us security, we project into this weird fake realm that's yeah, governed by right. <laughs> I I got a weird I got a <laughs> thanks Clayton <laughs> man I got what? a weird one I want you to explain this one to me because ideology is the abstract will to universality 
Okay, wait. What? So, okay, what was it? It's what it said. Ideology is the abstract will to universality. Oh, I mean, no duh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No shit, Clayton. Um, uh, no shit, Sherlock. Okay, I don't know so what that means. ideology in Marxist terms is basically just like the story that we're told about how society's supposed to be. Ah, oh, this shit again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> what is your What is your problem? Ah, just <laughs> DSA stuff. Well, okay. Do you, do you should disagree? Do we, we should. Do, I don't even know what that, what that means. We should. Then what do, the fuck are you talking about? Maybe we should do a, uh, an episode about the DSA. You should explain it to me in the Patreon. Okay, I mean we could do that, but I'm also sort of doing that right now. So yeah. just like listen. Well, I'm trying to. Instead of rolling your eyes. I have Tourette syndrome. Verbally rolling your eyes. <laughs> well, that's also Tourette's. All right. Well. Um, Anyway, hold on. So the quote again, ideology is... Yeah, maybe I wrote it down wrong. I don't know. But it, ideology is the abstract will to universality. Yeah, okay. So basically, I think what that means is that this narrative that we tell that we tell ourselves or that society tells us yeah. uh, is trying to pack everything into this unifying theory of how life should be. Yeah. Where actually the way that life is naturally lived is... Uh, it's multifaceted and it's variable and you know it's not going to fit some theory all the time but capitalism wants you to think that everything fits tidily into a into this ideology because that way you don't ask questions it's like cutting the fucking crust off of your sandwich right you have no reason to complain everything is makes sense though i feel like this i feel like Gitaboard would have been a complainy guy no matter when he was born. oh he would be <laughs> he so was, complaining <laughs> he would just yeah. be pissed no matter what yeah well probably because everyone's pronouncing his name wrong <laughs> i mean that would be annoying <laughs> yeah well he got so annoyed that he uh basically through these writings uh kind of caused the biggest riots that france ever saw oh, yeah what yeah so we're finally getting to this <laughs> 1968 1968 may 1968 uh 1968 was a really big year <laughs> sounds like it for a lot for a lot of countries um yeah but mainly france and mexico and a lot of eastern european like eastern bloc uh countries what about the united what about a place called the united states of america ben well yeah so 1968 was also yeah i've heard of it uh 1968 was when the fucking watts riots happened 1968 was when RFK was assassinated. 1968 is when MLK was assassinated. So it was a big one for us, too. Who's yeah. RFK? R Robert F. Kennedy. Oh. Rutherford yeah. B. Hayes. Ruther <laughs> That's totally the wrong letters. Let me ask you this, Ben. Two-thirds wrong. Do you think that Robert Kennedy deserved to die? No. Okay. Well, I'm just asking. I don't, I don't <laughs> Jesus know. Christ, dude. Well, I just want to know your opinion. We've never discussed it. We've you and I have never had a conversation about Robert Kennedy of whether he deserved to die. Just in general, we've never. So I don't know what your thoughts on. All right. Are. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. So for the record, I guess I don't think Robert F. Kennedy deserved to be murdered in the kitchen of a fucking hotel. Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> well, how old was he? I don't know, man. He was probably like in his 30s, 40s. Too young. <laughs> I don't know. If he was in his 60s, I'd be like, yeah, it was time. He was probably... Well, like, he wasn't in his 60s, though. It was time for him to get <laughs> he murdered. He was probably in his 40s, right? I don't know, man. Yeah, he was probably in his 40s. Okay. Very sad. Cut down and, and, and right when we needed him. Yeah. And he was just working <laughs> yeah, in a kitchen? this man There's here... There's no argument about yeah, that. What this man sitting across from me is, is trying to tell me that Robert Kennedy deserved to die. Deserved those bullets. Are you ever haunted by your lies? 
Are you, are you haunted by <laughs> your beliefs? Because you should be. <laughs> this man who I thought I knew. This man who I let into my home to Cuck Nation Studios. <laughs> Cuck Apparently, Nation Studios. you're at Cuck Nation. I just want everyone to know that we 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 believe in the sanctity of life first of all, and we believe that RFK should not have been killed, or like at least one of us does. Well, okay, but you're you, saying are you pro life now? What are you saying? I'm saying, well, I'm pro people not getting shot. Okay, I'm so pro. I'm pro you're choice. Very limited pro life. No, I'm pro. Yeah, yeah. In one specific case, yeah. I'm, I'm pro life. What about fetuses getting shot? Yeah. Yo, what, just, what if you <laughs> aborted a fetus by shooting it out? <laughs> I mean that. I mean I can't imagine a more unpleasant <laughs> yeah. experience. That's what the late term abortions are. Right. The the decision alone is already painful, and then and then there's the shooting, and then there's the the bullet in this in this tiny uh, being's head. <laughs> Reminiscent of uh, of the great RFK, what what might what could have been. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so that happened in 1968. Yeah. So the other thing that happened in 1968, in May of 1968, was fucking uh, French college students basically just went buck wild. They love doing that. <laughs> they dude. love rioting. People in France, there's something about being French well, that the, makes you want to riot. Well, yeah. So this is like that the party that everyone talks about like years later, right? Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, remember that fucking razor that we threw? That's the one. 1968 was the... It almost brought the fucking government to a standstill. People were actually worried that there was going to be another fucking French revolution. How, but how did they, uh, like, how did they fucking, like... Do everything? Yeah. They just burned shit. They destroyed things. Um, there's a lot of fucking graffiti, and there's some really cool graffiti. Uh, like, one of them was... This is one of my favorite ones, is... Uh, You'd see this slogan all over the place, uh, les pave la plage, which is French for uh, under the paving stones of the beach, <laughs> which means that, like, we're going to pull everything up until we just hit, like, fucking bedrock. Hmm. We're going to, like, fucking tear everything down and tear up the fucking roads, tear up the fucking cobblestones and just not stop until we get down to, like, dirt. The way it was before the city was ever fucking built. And I think it, I saw it got up to like 22% of the population was revolting, basically. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was Guy doing? He was fucking... The heart just, of it. Yeah, just jacking off. He probably loved it. Oh, he was like... Oh, he loved it. Him and his half, half Asian wife were just fucking having the time of their lives. Really? Yeah. His gym ass of a wife. <laughs> 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 oh jim but anyway so yeah people thought that like france was gonna like basically like go communist wow or just like go into this fucking revolution well, when they should have joined the dsa no i don't know i kind of think that what they did was pretty rad they should have gone further huh but but that's the thing so that's where the, the murder of, actually of, of rfk is linked to the french stuff yeah it is it's all part of a. Uh, it's all part of this like weird uh simmering discontent hmm. uh that reached a peak in 1968 and then was managed to be put down and then when we kind of got into the 70s and 80s I don't know I guess like just the the, the tide came down as Hunter Thompson Yeah says, yeah like, the, yeah the the wave hit its peak or its crest or whatever and then rolled back hmm and that's when this 
the fucking spectacle finally won. And now we have conservative movements cropping up in every country. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> disheartening. Yeah. It's bizarre. For sure. I wonder what the I wonder why. I don't I feel what? like it might be one last grasp for people that see that it's dying off. I hope it's this and they're like, "No." And they're all just coming out of yeah. the works. And I think they're it's like the last final grasp at that kind of way. Yeah, forward. like a last gasp of like nationalism. Yeah, there's that guy like, in Brazil. Uh Mhm. There's there's some like German dude. It's all kinds of stuff going Brexit on. Brexit shit. Yeah, Brexit, Brexit is. A, yeah, I mean Trump is British is just, exit is what that stands for. Yeah, and <laughs> terrible name. Brexit. <laughs> Hello. Sounds like something you do in the bathroom. But then fucking you know people aren't talking. Also talking about like China is doing that shit with China. like with like the Uyghurs or the Uyghurs. What? I don't know how you pronounce them. What? But they're basically just committing genocide, and no one's talking about it. China? I mean, yeah. China. China. Yeah. Hmm. They are fucking Russia. Uh, just like it's illegal to be gay there, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. No. How how can we stop this? Do you think? Just we need more pussy riot bands. <laughs> yeah, more pussy riot. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about those, 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 those them them ladies. More pussy riots. Yeah, those those gals. Uh, need to incite more shit. There needs to be more inciting things. Heard. Yeah. And there needs to be more fucking graffiti. And uh. And also, what stop gra- stop vandalizing my fucking car. Yeah, stop vandalizing Pat's car and vandalize something else. Every morning, I wake up to the shit. <laughs> Walk outside, the sun's too bright, or it's too cold, and someone's calling me a mean name on my own car my, that I bought! My favorite thing that's like a small battle kind of being one out in the streets what is uh bird graveyard shout out to bird graveyard it's a it's bird this, graveyard bird graveyard is an instagram account that is just people send in videos of people destroying those fucking scooters <laughs> oh <laughs> like snapping them in half and burning them and throwing them off of like seven story buildings yeah there's this this scooter <laughs> epidemic in 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 the great city of austin texas where and every other city is that it's happening it's all everywhere over? dude Huh. Yeah, it is everywhere. Yeah, it's in L.A. It's in San Francisco. Um, I saw a couple in, when I was in Corpus Christi. Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. And it's like it's this other thing, this like spectacular thing, right? This product of the spectacle, which is like, hey, look at this convenient. Are the way scooters to get are the spectacle. I think they're a product of it. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever been on one of them? I have once. I, I kind of want to try it. They're kind of all right. Because, yeah, they kind of like. This is where you get lost. I'm losing well, no. you. I'm losing you already. No, because it's like. I just want to try them, like, because it seems like here's what the I destroyed three on Friday night. <laughs> what's good? <laughs> Inciting. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, what's uh, they're really easy to fucking destroy. Yeah. You just uh, uh, tell our listeners how. Up. Yeah. Yeah. You throw it up and then you make it land uh, on its back wheel and it yeah. snaps. Okay. Yeah, it's really easy to do. You know I'll show is, you how. You know, another easy thing to do is like kind of like, just like mind your own business and like. No, fuck that. Compla- I, complacency is how we is how we become enslaved. I really this don't has mind. nothing to do. <laughs> no, see, this is what people do now is that it's like, you know, the fucking Patriots winning. This is this is Trump. This is <laughs> Trump. It's like, no, it's not. He has nothing to do with this. What the fuck does Donald Trump have to do with this? People do that shit all the time, and it just annoys me. These people, creeps like Ben, these, okay, these so neo-leftist creeps like Ben, um, these centrist pieces of shit. Well, I'm sorry that you're such a fucking Trump supporter that you can't, like, I love the guy. 
Are you not annoyed as fuck by these fucking scooters? No, I no, I just see them and I just sort of try to I just try to be a fucking adult and I and I and I just don't do I just move on. I just drive, I see someone on a scooter and I go, "Well, I should make sure that person doesn't get in the way." And then they don't, and then I move on. Okay. I don't well, I don't think it's that big a deal. They didn't that's annoy how you me. let that shit fucking pile no. on. They didn't annoy yeah, me man, until you people fucking started. Draw a line in the sand. Sorry, go. no, you're good. People started like <laughs> almost. Have you almost been hit by those? I've yeah, had so many times. Not know how to ride them and almost hit me. But that's whenever I get pissed about it. If you're when just was, riding them in your own lane, I don't care. I was walking on the sidewalk and and <laughs> this guy. So uh, there's a lot of construction going on downtown, and so you know that there's like these uh, kind of like pathways or barricades. Yeah. That like they kind of feed you through. Um, so it's it's you know. Uh, close, very closely confined, like close corners, and I'm walking, I'm walking there, yeah, right, uh, minding my own business, and this fucking chach bag behind me on a scooter, yeah, like I'm not going fast enough, and he can't go around me because we're in this like, this like pathway, uh, just starts like ringing his bell at me. He rang at you. Yeah. What did you do? I just looked at him and then I walked slower. <laughs> there is nothing funnier to me than doing something like that. When someone's mad and you just do it slower yeah. and they're like, I know he's doing it on purpose. There's nothing like you could say like, like, like a really like clever comeback or something, but yeah. there's nothing more frustrating than when someone does that to you. Yeah. It's so funny. It's also like one of those things where like when someone, instead of coming, coming up with like a, uh, like a good comeback, they just mock your voice. And they uh, go, yeah. uh, oh, you just mock your voice? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I know that that's that's really dumb, but I, f- I fucking have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing against uh, that. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 intele- they're intellectually bankrupt, but it's still yeah. annoying. It's so annoying. It's yeah. infuriating. Well, anyway. how, do we ra- how do we wrap this guy up? Uh, well, I guess that's pretty much it. He just he killed himself because... Uh, that's crazy. The spectacle, like, one. The spectacle is one. It's really fucking bleak. He did have a disease. Which What's is this guy's name again? Himself. I'm going to look him up. Oh, what was his disease? He had poly... Guy to board? Polyneuritis. I don't even know. What is that? Uh, I guess he was poly, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I bet he was. He, uh, I don't really know. It's some kind of uh, <laughs> nervous system disorder. Yeah, what are you Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just... I'm on his Wikipedia to look up his suicide or whatever, and uh, it says, early life, guy to board, and then parentheses... Also known as, in quotes, the bored guy. It's like, what the fuck? I don't get that. Yeah, I saw that and I don't get it. <laughs> Did someone put that in as a joke or something? Bored guy. Oh, real quick, another like concept that he came up with was uh, psychogeography. Did you read oh, up yeah. about that shit? Not much, but I saw a little bit of it. Well, that shit is really weird because it's kind of like uh, taking these like urban environments, the way they've been designed by capitalism, and like co-opting them or like recapturing them in a way to. I don't know, like live more uh, authentic experiences and, and try to reclaim oh, yeah, the space. Yeah. That was also part of like they had this other thing that called like derive. Yeah. Which was like when you I thought it was going to be really cool. And when I looked it up, it was just basically they it means they just wander around the city is basically the whole idea. Like, yeah, they just drop everything they're doing and just wander around for days, like mapping out the city is like what it sounded like. Yeah. Just kind of like wanderers, like beatniks or something. Yeah, and try to, like, co-opting the spaces and stuff like that. Yeah, so, and having, like, authentic experiences with their mm-hmm. surroundings. Whenever people say co-op, or I see the... Not when they say it. When I see the word co-op written down. Co-op or co-opt? Either one. Okay. In my head, I always read it as coin-op, and, like, I think about, like, arcade games. 
Coin op. Yeah. <laughs> Where does the IN come from? I don't know. But that's just <laughs> what I think of. Um, all right, that's fair. NBA Jam. <laughs> You're on fire. Um, He's heating up. <laughs> all right. Turn, on NBA Jam, it's great because you can turn off the fouls on the Sega one. You can just push everyone down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about the... Um, that that haunted NBA Jam with the ghost of that guy. No. So no. there is this thing, and it's one hundred percent real, apparently. Where um, there was this basketball player. Uh, he was like a, like an Eastern European guy, I think, and he was pretty young, and he was gonna go on to do great things, apparently. Mm-hmm. And he, I believe, died in like a car wreck, or in like Estonia or or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so everybody was like, it's pretty, you know, bummed out about it. And there is a not great, happy about it. They're not happy about it. Yeah. There's a glitch <laughs> in one in, in in like some of those arcade games apparently back mm-hmm. then where the announcer if no one was playing the game every once in a while would just shout out the dead player's name. Whoa. <laughs> it was totally coincidental that it's the guy who's dead, but it's like a haunted NBA jam machine. Whoa. Is it just that one machine or it's like No, it's several. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's like a glitch that uh, that happens all over. Isn't that wild? Yeah. That's awesome. That just makes that game better. That sounds like, yeah, a haunted version of the spectacle. Spectacle is just a bunch of ghosts. Technological ghosts. Is it a collectible if you get the haunted NBA jam? Yeah. I mean, it has to be, right? Well, it was also... Um, oh, no. Well, it, it, it was only the coin-op ones. It's oh, not the, okay. the home... It's arcade. The co-op a, yeah, ones. The co-opted ones. Yeah, yeah. Don't call us a co-op. Uh, <laughs> fucking... So I... Uh, there's another thing with NBA jam where the... Um, uh, I guess the guys who like created it were like big Detroit fans. Yeah. So they made the game like, uh, if you were the Chicago Bulls playing the De- playing Detroit Pistons, there was a higher percentage they made. So there was there, there was a higher percentage that you would miss like important shots against the Pistons if you were the Bulls. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's pretty funny. What a thing to do. That's crazy. You can also play in, in the Genesis at least. You knew these codes. You could play as like Bill Clinton and like the Beastie Boys. Oh, I remember stuff. that. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wonder how legal that was. What do you mean? How could it, how could it be illegal to just take someone's? Those are public and, figures. I get, yeah, but then that sort of implies that you could just do. You can't just do anything with anyone because they're a public figure. Yeah. You can until they send you a cease and desist letter. Well, I I, I want this podcast to cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> send you a letter. All right. I'll well, mail a me a letter. Have your lawyer mail me I a will. letter. I will. First of all, first lawyer up. I will. Well, then I'll talk to send me a letter. My my lawyer, Vinny Boombots. Oh, talk to him. <laughs> Vinny Boombots. <Yeah. laughs> all right. Well, let me finish this with just a quick quote. Oh. This is the this is like my favorite quote from this from this uh, from Society of the Spectacle. Oh, it's pretty okay. cool. Uh, all right. As long as necessity is socially dreamed, dreaming will remain a social necessity. The spectacle is the bad dream of a modern society in chains and ultimately expresses nothing more than its wish for sleep. The spectacle is the guardian of that sleep. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Any th- any kind of like metaphor involving sleep, I'm always like, holy shit. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Because um, some people say that sleep is the cousin of death (laughs) and so whenever i i think about like it's it's true like the concept of sleeping is such a mind fuck because i mean it's so like you could get killed like if you were asleep i could kill anyone if they were asleep 
Yes. I, know, I know we had that whole uh, brouhaha about whether or not I could kill a bird with a thing of ketchup, uh, but I know that I could kill anyone if they were asleep. I just throw a brick at them or, or just shoot them. Yeah, sleeping is. <laughs> I mean, very... you probably shoot someone with with them not being asleep. Well, yeah, That's but so my, less of an advantage. My yeah. point is that it's a it's a very vulnerable thing, and we do it every fucking night. I'm so surprised no one's ever killed me in my sleep. Every fucking night, we die if we don't, and we still don't know why we do it. Yeah, we st- we don't know why we sleep. <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we would have we would have solved that by now. People always go like, "Well, how come we don't have flying?" You know, cars. We first of all, we don't deserve them. But I think you would, you would fucking finally figure out the mysteries of sleep. Yeah. Well, basically, can you maybe like get on that? Or the point of the fucking quote that I just read is that the oh, spectacle yeah. is basically uh, a living. It's a waking dream. It's a waking dream and also a waking nightmare. And the only way we get there is by being asleep. We just we sleep to fucking dream this horrible reality hmm. that we think is normal. But it's not real life at all. Because we're born into it. Yeah. But it's also the case with any time period, probably. Like, you you kind of have to deal with what you're born into. In right? a way, but this is more all-encompassing. Right. And I'm on the, I'm probably more on the side of Guide to Board, really. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Do you guys want to see something funny? So the yeah. cat right now, Tim the Cat, our hated rival, mm-hmm. uh, is on. He's he's sitting on top of the uh, the organ, the piano that we have, mm-hmm. and I'm going to turn it on, and it's going to scare the fuck out of him. Okay, here we go. This is exciting. Yeah. Poor poor Tim. Okay. <laughs> he didn't really fucking react. Yeah, I think, I think he, <laughs> that was such a fucking letdown. I think dude. he loved it. Okay. Try try. <laughs> Just upset, not scared at all. Just annoyed. All right. Well, this has been I Learned Nothing, episode seventy nine. <laughs> uh, before we go, we should tell people uh, that we have a a, a, a Patreon. Yeah, it was got- five dollars a month. You'll get a bonus episode every goddamn week where I explain things to Ben. Yeah, you know it's a lot of fun. Uh, who's your hunk of the month? Oh, hunk of the month. Um, our newest segment. I usually go with the guests. So Clayton, Clayton's hunk of the month. Our hunk of the month. Okay, yeah. uh, my hunk uh, of the month uh-huh. is. Guy Debord. <laughs> no, it's not Guy Debord. I want to give it to Andrew Wagner. Okay, your your hunk of the month is Andrew my, Wagner. My, yeah, my hunk's Andrew. Local comedian Andrew. Didn't Wagner. we already get one? Did he? He, de- he deserves multiple. Well, he hunks. deserves it. Uh, okay, okay fine. I, my hunk yeah. of the month is uh, John, the door guy at Cap City. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you give it to a door guy? I gave it to you Michael Parker yeah, yeah. the first time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Marvel versus Capcom. Tell those, these door guys two. to stop being such fucking hunks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah, so check out our Patreon, you fucks. Uh, wait, Please. Clayton, do you have anything to plug? What's, uh, I'm what's on Twitter on at you? Clay Blackstone. You can find me on Facebook at Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you can find us on Facebook at I Learn Nothing. Uh, Twitter, I Learn Nothing. Uh, personally, you can find us on Twitter at uh, moi, Gristleporn, uh, all the way down, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Yes. Uh, that includes Instagram. Uh, Patricio, I don't, I don't remember what, what's what, for you. My Twitter. What's is, your Twitter and what's your fucking? My Twitter is Pat Dean. If you want to tweet me, mm-hmm. go ahead. 
might not re- reply. I don't always know because sometimes people tweet at me and it's very nice, but I don't know what to say back, so I just fave and say nothing. I that's probably that. that's probably the same. And I just look that. at my phone. I'm like, I don't know. Wh- what, what do you do- want? Did you just respond? What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Great show the other day. What do you want from me? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> and then on on the IG, the Instagram, uh, Dean Man P. Check me out on there, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, keep on thinking hard. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Straight to hell. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed? <laughs> yeah. Confirmed Catholic. Clayton Blackstone. Clayton Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs>